from the opera horror house of heavy heartbeats comes the eye-opening Italian slasher that takes a voyeur voyage into murder and mayhem. That's right, we're talking about Dario Argento's 1987's opera. The story of a cursed Macbeth play that takes our leading understudy into some really non-consensual binding, bondage, and brutality. Can you keep an eye out for ravens at an opera without missing the show? How many bracelets does it take to give you a sore throat? And do safe words work when you're bound and tied to a pole? I hope you Chuttle members have this evening's tickets your blood-smeared binoculars on hand, and eye drops ready, because we're about to be tied up and forced to watch the opera. Not the chuttle. Chuttle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. So good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuttle the Pod. Hello and welcome, Shuttle Club members, to a brand new meeting of the Shuttle the Pod Horror Movie Club. My name is Ross, and I'm joined by my cohorts of horror, Brian. Oh, ha huh, ha. Huh? <laughs> and Sam. Soap. <laughs> Tonight, we raise the lights and brush up on our Italian singing as we discuss 1987's opera. Streaming on Shutter and for rent in a bunch of other places, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Get Shutter. <laughs> Get Shutter. We're not sponsored by Shutter. Not sponsored. We should be. Shutter. We if pay you're, them. If you're listen- Shutter, if you're listening, please, you know. They're not listening. Just and just in them. case you don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just no. In they're case listening. You- keep going. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. <laughs> and just in case you don't know, uh, we like to keep it spoiler free up top. And we will let you know when the curtains draw back and the spoilers take the stage. And last but certainly not least, we have a patron, and uh, we got to shout out our couple of witches. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You said a patron what? instead of Patreon, so I said just one. Just Keep one patron. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we got a couple of witches. Shout them out. Yeah, shout them out. You know what? Uh, your sacrifice gives us life, and we thank your beautiful souls. You. The one patron, mm-hmm. just the one patron. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to well, tell you, know, you which no. one in this episode. We're saying directly thank you. All of our patrons. You just have to wait. Our one patron, because they all just yeah. together. Yeah. It's like a chimera two. into one. Together. I am yeah. patron. It's like I am legion. Yeah, I, honestly, I uh, <laughs> I picture the uh, the Coven Discord Oasis as like uh, the giant big entity at the end of slither like they just you get in oh. and you just get in you're the goo go and you're hanging out and fall into it and become <laughs> a part of just it fall right in um which uh yeah we have in our discord we have an exclusive yeah. <laughs> exclusive goo pool you're right uh, yeah for our coven members but you didn't know uh, that. and if this intrigues you go ahead and join the talk like this patriot <laughs> If you, you like love talk like this, go for it. Yeah. Um, oh. Also, actually, with our uh, Patreon, we have moved uh, all, if not, I think all at this point, all of our boil downs. Yeah, yeah there's are a few specials in, out there. The interviews. Few specials and stuff. Um, exclusively to the patron. So expect four extra mini episodes on top of our entire catalog of content, new and old. Mm-hmm. You know it. Well, I'm surveying that... Uh, it looks like all of our members are here and present. Are you present? Good. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for responding. Um, let's open up our you Google. You didn't leave uh, a long enough pause. I believe Dora leaves a longer pause. 
She does. Oh, I'm sorry. It does. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I think are you shuttle club a... members present? Two, three. All okay. right. And then the dr- oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I've been. Swiping I might be. I might be in the small, small minority here, but like that pause is way too long. No, not <laughs> it's just the pause is too long. Like it's just like ooh, like, I don't. Mm. All right, for that, let's open up our goo book because the meeting is about to hit center stage. Ooh, you went full maestro on that. Bravissimo, bravissimo, bravissimo. All right, well, it's now time for our spoiler-free toe tagline. A young opera singer is stalked by a deranged fan bent on killing the people associated with her to claim her for himself. Yep. Great. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wasn't, yeah. yeah. Nothing, nothing. Enough to entice you in with a little mystery. Goo, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, goo, yeah. Uh, goo, opera yeah. movies. <laughs> goo, yeah. Uh, opera movies are uh, made by people. And who made this movie called <laughs> Opera? Uh, <laughs> 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 opera, uh, if you see, everyone's kind of got their own, you know, themes going on. Mine is uh, these jealous. Uh, yeah, this is a Again, directed by Dario Argento and also written by him and Franco Ferrini. Fer- Ferrini? Yeah. And I didn't have my And you're sorry. My cast. <laughs> and, and I'm so sorry. All right. <laughs> and some of our key opera spectators and key players in the film are uh, we have, oh man. Always the Italian movies. Did you uh, do this Christina, to yourself? <laughs> I did this. I totally fucking did this to myself. Uh, Christina Mas- uh, Marcella. Marce- I was going to say Marcella. It doesn't Marcellac? look Italian to me. Yeah, I know. Uh, she plays Betty. Uh, we have uh, Ian Charlson as Marco Urbano uh, Bernini as Inspector Alan Santini. Uh, Daria Nicol- Nicolodi as Mira. You may remember her from Deep Red. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Coral, Coralina. She looks Catalini familiar, but Tassani. I don't remember her specifically from Deep Red. Daria uh, is the Deep Red. She's the reporter, sassy reporter, arm wrestling girl. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there was just a whisper Coralina, of familiarity, Catalini. but yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it's a, little, it's a little further down the line. Uh, it's played Juliana. Uh, it goes on. Oh. And, <laughs> and, and it goes on. Ali, Marion, yes, Many and it goes on. Actors. There's many other actors. William um, McNamara, <laughs> Stefano, stage manager. Stefano. Ooh, Stefano. Anyway, yeah, and it goes on. Sorry, he had it a very on. easy name to say, so I thought I'd jump in. <laughs> you pop in. <laughs> and I, on behalf like of all of us here it. to Italy, uh, I am so sorry. Uh, Sup, I, Italy. Sup, Italy. I, I would like rarely to add another prepare name. for the names. Add it. Um, Go for it. Bjorn I do see that. Ooh. Bjorn, good job, Hammer. Mr. Hammer. That is that is a really good one. Related to Army. All right, guys. Um, I think we need to put on our... Yeah. <laughs> the candle? Uh, we're going to be putting on now. our Sorry. gloves. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> True. It's, yeah, it's... Well, he might be back. I don't know. All right. Let's put on our double gloves because uh, we're about to uh, get a little splatter on us because we're going to go straight to the... Fatality. Right? <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Well, I imagined straight to the like, that I imagined highway, and then I yep, got confused. Yep, yep, yep. I know it was it was a little bit of a pump fake. Um, all right, so on a scale to one to ten, psycho to sadness, how gory is this, this opera? Hmm. What uh, what did you guys tack on for the gore o meter? Sam, what do you think? Maybe like a four. I think there's a lot more implied gore and like stuff that feels nastier than it is. Mm-hmm. At least one scene in okay. particular. But um, yeah, I think I, I've four feels fine to me. Two and two. A two and two. I had it. I had it at a six point five. I had it at a two point five for consistency, and I had it at an intensity of four. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna be closer to I think your level, Ross. The intensity. There's some like. But the consistency again i think a two is fine with that but there's some intense scenes that like while they aren't like gory in the sense that like we're used to nowadays they did elicit some sort of like noise out of me (laughs) during one knife scene in particular and it was very visual so i think uh a 3.5 a three I'll give it a three. So it'll give it a total of a five. I think that sits right in. I was going to say, I think I could bump mine up to a five for the intensity, not for Mm -hmm. frequency. Sure. Then I'll slide mine back down to a six. Oh, no. You could stay. You you could stay. (laughs) If we we (laughs) we take an average. I mean, the average average. would take it at a 5.5. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That seems pretty good for opera. Beautiful. Who is the horror for? All right, so this question is pretty much asking what kind of horror subgenre group this kind of belongs to. Um, well, what do you guys think? I mean, I mean, if you're a Jalo head, I mean, if you're yeah, it's a Jalo head, who done it? Um, if you love who done it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I added, I added art film heads. Oh yeah, to 100%. this percent. Um, <laughs> the cinematography alone in this movie, I was like, excited for it yet again. I was yeah. ready. For, I loved it. There's some really, if you'd like movie and movie making, like there are some fantastic shots and some insane setups mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. to check out. But yeah, I think those are, yeah, like kind of your, you know, murder, mystery, whodunit, thriller type of thing. Yeah. And then film nerds. And film nerds. <laughs> yes. So art house. <laughs> totally. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah, this really does. A lot of his movies knock on the door in a great way of just like almost art house. Yep. I watched Suspiria last night. Sorry, we're not here to talk oh, about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how are we going to watch this, guys? Are we doing? To me, I've I wrote down small group or by yourself. I don't yeah, see this, this is, playing. Off, this is not a party movie, right? No. Although weirdly, um, we mentioned it on Deep Red. I do think it could like play at a bar with a sound off but his movies yes. have that quality to it where it's so visual the storytelling that um, it tells itself and like it yeah it feels like the actual dialogue is not to say it's not as important but it doesn't feel like we'll we'll get we'll get into it a little bit more but it's i, not I feel like it's or strong that that was my big part feeling of deep red and this one i actually like the story a little bit more but Mm-hmm. It still feels like you, you, you can get so much out of it out of viewing it. I think I think partially it's because the lead isn't a 
piano teacher who's like a oh yeah de- well. decides to be a detective it's like you know yes it's it's ac- yeah this is a uh, well and the killer well, and I mean, everything yeah. and, and what's going sure. on with there i've I, I actually thought about this movie a little bit more after first viewing going oh, okay. into second viewing mm-hmm. and stuff like that so but yeah i agree with you smaller little group i mean if you're yeah, an intimate setting it's not an awesome cracking thing it or, could be oh, background totally. or maybe if you're but, going to some sort of event where the band is playing you know over it that'd be oh, cool yeah. <laughs> yes over it would be <laughs> actually super rad um is this for beginners yeah i mean i, I said yeah why, i mean i don't see why not i mean i could i it could be i i mean it's pretty pretty intense just like what it, it, forget about the gore just like what's happening to our main the characters itself like, yeah. yeah, and the way it makes I feel, you feel like it's a, it could I feel like be, it's a, it's, but it's like, it's a beginner up. movie because of how thinly it's good, but it's very spread out. So it's, I don't think at any time I got like there were intense scenes, but I don't think anything was like overwhelming. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah absolutely. But you're seasoned. <laughs> oh, you're seasoned very well seasoned. Um. Oh, it looks like. Wait, hold on. Yeah, hitting the fucking window. Oh, it's our shuttle harbinger. Oh, doom. great. Go uh, <laughs> oh, great. Should we let it? Yeah, all right. Let's, should we let let's, him in? Let's, what did he right, do to you? Should we let him in? Yeah. <laughs> he knows what he did. Oh, hey, guys. It's me, Mr. Harbinger of Doom. Um, I don't know if you have any eyeball problems. This might not be the movie mm-hmm. for you. Ooh, <laughs> big time. Yeah. Eyeball ones. Uh, there is a lot of non-consensual bondage stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If, like, so that would be I would triggering. say even like breaking yes, and sure. entering if you've ever yes. been like home when someone's invade a home invasion yeah, type any of, of that, that kind of one hundred percent it's very yeah unnerving it's effective mm-hmm. but no I that's, mean, that's all I got no yeah. no well, no straight up rape right no N- no okay no. so you don't see anything, and I don't but, think okay uh, but well, yeah okay but it's and, still you know yeah it's. Yeah, it's heavily implied, but it never actually happens it does say in this movie. Something at one point, but yeah. Um, oh, uh, I, I just thought of something also, with the gore that bumps up my score a little bit, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Yeah, um, okay, in this one, I would say uh, better than Deep Red, there is animal death, but it's not as – It's I don't know. Same. It's This knocks on a lot of doors, but it doesn't really feel like it's a huge – Yeah. Shiba. So if you're worried, we'll guide you through it. We'll we'll bring those up and and when we get to it. So I was curious about those animals. Yeah, right. Right. I wasn't sure. <laughs> All righty, guys. Uh, it's almost curtain call. So uh, now would be the best time to pause this episode if we've enticed you with the movie uh, and uh, check it out do when you still haven't seen it because we're going to kind of go through it because uh, the opera is playing my favorite tune. Spoiler zone. All right, let's get in. Okay, I have actually kind of a kind of a lot of behind the scenes stuff on this. Um, when I kind of scratched the surface of this movie, um, I found more stuff, and I went down a rabbit hole. Great. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about some of the most important stuff, and that's obviously all of the. Uh, now they're all explicitly said as ravens. But in all the behind the scenes stuff, they're crows. So I'm just going to go off of the IMD behind the scenes. Um, according to star Urbano uh, 
Barberini. Uh, it would take hours for everyone to recapture the crows after they were released in the opera house for filming. They used around 140 crows, but only 60 were ever retrieved. So <laughs> the others, so most of them just escaped sure. the opera house during filming. Um, Smart here, okay, so <laughs> this is uh, kind of an interesting thing because the I in the movie they talk about the curse of Macbeth. Mm-hmm. So Argento tried actually. A lot of the director in this, Ian Charleston's character, Marco, is based off of Argento. Like, he tried doing a Macbeth play and failed miserably, and they kind of made a movie out of it. But then while he was making this movie, a bunch of horrible shit kept on happening. Uh-huh. So a, a bunch of mishaps on set. Uh, while including making opera? The, yes, while making opera. So like a, it's like you can't even get like a degree separated from Macbeth and it's still going to fuck up your production. Um, there was a death Macbeth. of one. Of, <laughs> it's still about Macbeth. Um, so Argento actually kind of started to believe the Macbeth curse. Um, there was a oh my gosh. OK, here. So this is a, a quote from Electric Sheet magazine that I found. In 1987's opera, however, Argento came to believe his choice of quotation had rather got the uh, the better of him. Against the advice of many, Argento insisted that the opera being rehearsed in the film's story should be Verdi's Macbeth, and during filming, Argento suffered a number of misfortunes that led him to believe he may have come victim to the famous curse of the Scottish play. Major actors pulled out of the film at the last minute. Minor actors were accidentally killed on set. Apparently, a background actor got crushed by a car. Argento's proposed marriage to Daria Nicoletti, who's in the movie, was called off, and his father died suddenly during production. Quote, but I felt, says an ever sanguine Argento, that if I had started with the Macbeth, so I had to finish it. And anyways, there couldn't be any ravens in Casa Fantut. So I... (laughs) Of course. So mm-hmm. a bunch of horrendous shit happened, uh, including during the filming, Ian Charleston got into a minor car accident and was hospitalized for a week where after having some medical tests done, he was diagnosed uh, as being HIV positive. Um, and uh, he actually died uh, three years after this film was made. Oh, God damn. But man. he didn't know. Yeah. But if it wasn't for the accident they had on set, he wouldn't have known. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Curse of Macbeth, dude, is like, what the shit? I know. Um, Theater, like growing up, if you couldn't say Macbeth in a theater, that's like a theater superstition. And if somebody says it, like, I forget what you had to do. You had to run outside and spin circles and like repeat something. This is like a real thing that if somebody would say this, everybody (laughs) would leave the building and do that. Oh, I believe it. (laughs) Theater kids. Yeah, right? Love you. Um, Oh, okay. So this is going to be interesting because, okay, everyone likes stage manager Stefano. Um, All of William McNamara's, all of his lot, dude, all of his lines were dubbed by an English actor. (laughs) So he didn't know his line. He didn't know he was going to be dubbed over. So Mm. when he found out because he saw the movie and realized that he had been dubbed, and then he realized that there was no boom mic operator at any point during any of his scenes. Uh, okay. <laughs> nice. That's Which, on the flip side, um, Daria Nicolati um, dubbed her own voice in English uh, for the English language version. Also, she didn't really want to play the role of Mira because, like, obviously they had kind of their relationship had kind of come to an end. 
Um, what finally convinced her to actually take the part of Mira was the fact um, of the death. Her death scene was so awesome that she was like, I will absolutely be in this movie if I can die like that. That sounds fucking rad. Sweet. The peephole. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to ask which one Mira was. <laughs> her agent okay. friend person. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. sort of matronly. Okay, so here's a fun one, and this is the last one. Uh, the film was picked up for a planned 1989 U.S. release by Orion Pictures and was prepared as a 95-minute R-rated film, edited, titled Terror at the Opera, which had 11 minutes removed, mainly the epilogue set in the Swiss Alps. Uh, and Betty's final confirmation with the murderer. However, due to Orion's growing financial issues and Argento's refusal to allow the epilogue to be omitted, the film was never released theatrically at all and <laughs> only made available in the U.S. in a VHS release from Southgate Entertainment. Southgate offered Tear at the Opera in an R-rated format uh, at Blockbuster Video and then an unrated version that was the first truly uncut video release worldwide. So oh, That's neat. Yeah. So in the uh, in the United Kingdom, there was unedited versions was submitted to the BBFC for release in 1990. The censored ordered 47 seconds of violence removed, including shots of throats being cut with knives and scissors. Uh, all these were restored in the 2002 DVD release. And uh, what did we get on Shutter? I think that was the uh, well, that was the that was the uncut. That was the main. Yeah, you got the everything, including that sweet Swiss Alps epilogue. Yeah something all right so now <laughs> now we kind of get into who picked it why and history okay so honestly i wanted to just do an argento double header and yep. i had started with deep red so i figured i'd do this one um this is another one that i found when i was going down the giallo kind of like rabbit hole um also i really like this because this movie's been dubbed um argento's last masterpiece oh interesting for years so this was kind of like kind of the notorious like okay this is the last like mm -hmm. heavily kind of just big masterpiece of his um so is, yeah. also the poster <laughs> art dude like the poster art for this with just the opera and then the eyes with just the taped needles underneath mm. scared the bejesus out of me as a kid and it makes sense because this movie was never theatrically released like it was just only found in video stores mm -hmm. right all right guys i think we should just get right into this play okay Movie talk. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so birds is a consistent thing. Um, the birds I intro. I like the fact we just literally just get into the shit. Like, there's really no like. There's like a quick like blip, but that's like you're you're right into like Mara's uh singing and like just got that whole beginning part mm -hmm. with this you won't even see her actually yeah, no, no, the no, entire no. time no yeah. never it's all like I, yeah. I, I love that opening shot of the reflection in the raven's eye especially on my second watch when i know like how much the raven plays a part of everything and yeah. eyeballs throughout the movie um it just made it that that much needed. Yeah, no, I thought it was oh, really cool. Totally. I mean, just again, we're going to talk about the cinematography a lot of this, but you just get mm -hmm. a lot of really like almost single shots sweeping and stuff. But then you do get this whole incident of that Mara POV. POV of like walking out, almost like From walking out back backwards. <laughs> like, I, I, that's yes. funny. I imagine her just walking out backwards, stomping <laughs> backwards. out as well, because it's like this whole, this whole fit over the birds and everything. And she's like, you know, yes. supreme. You she know, throws diva. a shoe at one of them and like, yeah. mm -hmm. oh, full diva mode. Like, it, that's what's amazing about this character is that you've known her for less than a minute and a half 
and you realize who this woman exactly is. And you don't have to see her. It's it's inconsequential as to who this is. You just it's like she's meant to be this character to to bring upon our next moment. So here's a really interesting tidbit that I saved. Um, so Vanessa Redgrave was attached to appear as Mara and literally dropped out last minute. So they rewrote and excluded her from almost everything. She was supposed to be like a huge main character in this movie. I could see and then because Redgrave backed out out of necessity, um, they kind of just like made her this bad. Like I, I almost think the POV shot came out of necessity. And if it did, that's amazing because like, having shot. your main the actors- way it weaves through like the columns and stuff. It seems like they're really following somebody. Although again, the shot is weird because she's either walking backwards or the camera is like PO- the POV is from the back of her head, which is right. how I thought of it. Yeah, just <laughs> so weird. Um, apparently, according to actor William Mac- uh, McNamara, Redgrave was hired for a week of work, but exited the film with full salary, never being once on set. Huh. So she just got paid. Oh. And they're just like, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, so she like busts out and gets hit by a car or trips and get hit yes. by a car. It looks like she falls in front of a car and gets hit yeah. by it. Yeah. Oh yeah. my or god, get, yeah. the great Mara Tchukovic has been hit by a car. <laughs> just, that huge like open, oh my god. I love it. It's so, it's, that guy. It fits so well to the theater, it's the dramatic Burbini? aspect of it. I, I found yes. very fun. That's what I... What I love about this movie is that like a lot of even this intro to like Betty answering the phone with her face all weirdly contorted, like like everything's overacted Mm -hmm. by like 15 to 20 percent. But because it's all based around opera, I am I my suspenders of disbelief are in like full get up for this movie. Mm -hmm. Now, I like when you mentioned Betty and she gets like the the call that she's going to be, you know, a mysterious call coming in and stuff. But I like in her room, there's just like a strobing red ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like her character is such a weird one. Like, so she's listening to I mean, the looks was cool 1975. <laughs> it's amazing. Of the of, of Macbeth. Macbeth. Yeah. Um, she's she, that is on like a loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like that shit's on a loop anyways. Um, there are some, um, yeah, she's got some good horror movies hanging out up top in her VHS collection. Mm-hmm. She's got like, she, her, her bedroom setup is pretty boss. It looks sweet. And she gets that, that whole apartment is like, sweet as hell. Uh, you're, yes. what does it say? Like Marta's out or you're, you're taking the lead role. Like, yeah. are you happy? Yeah. Then, are you happy? Yeah. And then we see out. it pans up and we see that there's somebody in the vent and we're like what is going on the fuck on? is going uh, on Vin oh baby yeah is my question baby question mark? <laughs> oh turns um, out turns out this movie's got Basically, a vent baby yeah. it's a vent kid yeah. it's a vent child dude um not zombified I'll take it, honestly <laughs> no it's not zombified uh <laughs> yeah so then, yeah, that's, I, that's also we a weird meet. thing in this movie too like yeah, we meet uh, Mara. Uh, Mara. Like yeah, half Mira. a dozen people from the opera show up to her house. Yeah, that guy. Comes Everyone by. just walk, just <laughs> strolls into her shit. Um, and we get, yeah, we get Marco, the director, who looks like he's straight out of fucking Blade Runner. All I picture is that it this is guy cool. walked off the set of Blade Runner. Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, um, Dario Gento, apparently, if that's supposed to be a reflection of himself, it's probably like, I'm going to get the cool dude. Make him look cool. Oh, this is me. I'm cool. Cast Jason now, Momoa. <laughs> I'll just bring it up now because I don't want to forget about it. So there's a scene in a little bit where they're in a car <laughs> and the director brings up the fact that he would masturbate oh, before it. every scene. Do you think yeah. Dario Gento did that? <laughs> oh, like whack it? 
comes from a real place. He, okay. Yeah, exactly. The only scene. These I, that's a lot. Right, Jesus Brian. Christ. I cannot. I cannot confirm or deny. Mm-hmm. But he did write the movie. Yeah. He co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. So. I'm saying uh, that's yeah. going to flip-flop either way. There's only two people that could have came up with that idea. It's true. It's very true. Okay. And one of them is a director who might masturbate in between scenes. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> then we're back at the opera, right? I mean, like this is all kind of coming pretty, not necessarily quick. It has all these really beautiful shots that were just like. Oh, mm, and they're just like all these like panning shots them as well. Like the. But yeah, dude, beautiful like panning shots. even bef- oh. before the OK, so like even b- before and after the scene, before the scene, before the phone call, we get like these zoom. He gets that classic zoom on trinkets. Yeah. I was and like, weird yeah, things on tables. Kind of pan across is like, I'm like uh, to the phone, right to the phone beautiful. is like be- fucking great. And then after this whole scene where it goes on the curtains, then pans up her bookshelf past her movies mm-hmm. and then up to the silhouette in the vent i'm like god i fucking love this like I, the whole time i was like god i fucking love that shot that is just mm, yeah this is just so good which then takes us back to the the opera then i know it's them all getting everything ready like behind the scenes and all that kind of shit is mm-hmm. it that chaotic oh, back there always that seems no. like a lot of people so <laughs> i i yeah, that's I, a lot of people the, the lady's name mara or marta the singer they got Betty? hit by the car. Oh, got hit by the car. No, uh, yeah, Mara. 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 Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I know why Mara complained about the production. That is way too many people backstage. And they seem like they're but, not oh, that totally. good. There's the effects team is every, putting scars on the wrong side of the face. There's too much stuff going on at the same time. It's and it's yeah, like a you, you it's like a steam stage anyway. <laughs> it's like a steampunk masterpiece. Like it's funny because you have the idea of Macbeth, but then I realized that this guy's only done horror. Like the Marcos just did horror movies. So you have this like crashed World War One plane. Is it World War One or World War Two? Well, it's clearly it's like a modernized version. Or yeah, a, there's like a, a death you know, skull yeah, and a exactly. clock and shit. He's, like you know, the Lermans, a Romeo plus Romeo Juliet. Juliet. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Totally. It's um okay. Well, I will give credit for the chaos scene. Obviously, the amount of people backstage is fucking nuts. But the camera, it's so almost well orchestrated feel like, as a movie. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like the camera shot of all of that chaos, <laughs> and then at a certain point where some character. of the characters just stop, and the camera seems to be getting swept away by all of the people back there. That's so much fun. Like I, just, I imagine being on that set, and then like you know you have to pause and wait, and then it's action. Everybody goes into this mode of having to do this perfectly mm-hmm. here it's funny because yeah. sometimes you'll walk around the city here and i'll know when i walk into an area where filming is about to happen where they're doing outside work because you'll see a lot of people just standing around mm-hmm. on their phones and it's like <laughs> oh i'm like, like they're waiting for something happening to do here they all look like they're about <laughs> to go to work or something like they look like <laughs> but then it's like they're just waiting for something it's like oh okay that makes sense yeah they have signs up right, everywhere and shit i'm like okay yeah <laughs> then it's, you see iced tea and you're like oh okay oh that <laughs> makes much. that makes sense law and order is getting shot here um oh now we get all the crazy awesome pov phantom of the opera vibes shots through like the back corridors and like yeah somebody clearly is someone through the yeah. theater i love it but my first thought to watch betty why is it so low it's like shot from the child's angle, which we do get child POV. And we're in spoiler territory later as like kind of yeah, like a, a yeah, spoiler. Yeah. But I don't understand why we think of it as particularly low. I, I guess, felt like right? everything I was passing by, I was like, we're at doorknob height. Like, okay, I, I, I you know what's crazy. It's I think what's weird is that 
because of all the short steps, because you don't go up these like massive flights of stairs. It's all these like little like five step, three steps, six, you know what I mean? Like, um, I feel like if you had shot it as a person, you would actually miss all of those steps. Like, I feel like it has to get shot from like mid waist. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm saying that's something I but guess. It's, yeah. It is. Yeah. I kind of felt like it was more crawling. Well, that's walking. what I imagine. Like, oh, like, like hunched over. Yeah, but it's like all sneaky, fast sneaky. At some point, so then it's Definitely. like, you know, when you try to crawl really, really fast. Imagine some we dude doing that throughout the theater. <laughs> this is this is Jason from Part Two <laughs> and, and Blade from Puppet Master. Just leave him alone, honey. Just leave it alone. <laughs> I'm not yeah, it does. This is this is Sackhead Jason, and this is uh, <laughs> this is Blade as of one contained unit walking around because he's like, oh, he man, does have this a sack head. So fucking good. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and then he gets his way up to the balcony and just you know puts some binoculars, binoculars down and, oh. just and then he's got another voice. Enjoy the show. I don't know if this is intentional or not, but every time this this killer talks, it's in some other different voice because we get like sure a board, the yeah. phone call is like borderline evil from he's like, mm, I hear you got the play. This is great. And then this guy's like Regal's like, you finally returned. Hmm. It's such a weird. Well, yeah. Maybe every time he talks talking to himself, because I know later oh. again when he talks to her, it's that weird, like yeah, evil, evilish voice. Evil kind I, th- of, I yeah. feel like it's been a yeah a variation, but then that's when he gets walked in on by the theater mm-hmm. usher. Totally, and yeah. we're also getting like a flashback like, of a guys, woman. I gotta follow this crawling guy up there. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a report of some dude crawling around the theater. I gotta go find him. <laughs> can, can Can you imagine not disturbing a man while he's like prowling upstairs for like fifteen solid minutes? You're like, do I just do I tap him on the shoulder? Do I just let him? Do I just let him do this or? Uh, no, you got to do something. You have to, as a person who works at the theater, that is you not have to confront. It's not a purchase seat. He cannot be up there. Yeah. He cannot be up there. weird. Well, the, it doesn't matter. Somebody's got to talk to him. He's got it. You got 86 of them, I mean, um, oh, I wish I also- could remember something off the top of my head, but working in a retail store in Soho of New York City, we had a lot of crazy characters, but no, there'd be people <laughs> that would come in all the time, either on shit or not, that would almost essentially be doing shit like you would i mm-hmm. just it wouldn't be around. outside the realm to see someone crawling around the store in this manner <laughs> and having to be the person to have to approach it to ask them to leave yeah sir sir could, we can't have you on all fours uh, in, in the, please, yeah could you please not i need you need to crawl you have out of to here, crawl please. is this like a thing you have like <laughs> okay so before he gets busted, we also do get this insane, weird flashback of a woman bound while another woman's yeah, being killed. Yeah, that was odd. I got it yeah, we're the not, second time around. The se- totally. Oh, first time is like, what the fuck was that? Right. Absolutely. That's like, I mean, but I think that's part I'm of hot, it. Yeah. But- <laughs> it's <laughs> it's sexy. It, with the temperature, it was really, it was really <laughs> sweaty in there. Oh. We get a first too. Um, obviously, the lights get busted, which freaks everybody out oh, yeah, during the performance. The stage lights down, falls down, and then we get a nice little. Oh my god! The, the neck, coat hanger, hanger to the back of the neck. The, uh, oh yeah, oh. He puts him on the coat hanger he's once. Like, Hang around for a while. <laughs> it's. I was expecting something like that. Uh, I, yeah, I think it was like the initial puncture, which is practical, but like it. I mean, it goes through. Like it's not that's not a retractable one that just like bleh, through mm-hmm. and then the multiple, no, the multiple just stabbing ones, yeah. this dude. oh 
God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the thing felt like, okay. you know what? The show must go on. It must go on. I like, he's like, just, and just I like keep the dude on who going. grabs like the You'll sparking like, light from the guy below and just like takes this thing that's like on fire. <laughs> when in doubt, touch the live <laughs> the, wire. The live that's wire fallen. still clearly going. Four stories. Oh my God. Yeah. But I mean, uh, despite all it. of that and getting hit it. by a few birds on, <laughs> I like the fact that the bird that clocks her in the head while she's singing. Uh, Betty kills it, dude. Um, yeah. And- someone screams encore. Encore seems dude. good to me. She crushed it. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's fan, even the cops. Uh, Alan the cop is her also, first fan. A gun. They never describe it. Her hand and she's holding a gun. <laughs> she's a holding a gun. I I was so confused on the gun. Well, I was no, so confused. I mean, a, I mean there's later a foreshadowing. Joke in, I think uh, one of the seasons of Community, one of the art teachers, they make a thing like, "Do you have any of those prop guns you guys use?" He's like, "Yeah, we just did a a." Uh, imaginative retelling of Macbeth set in gangland Chicago. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's like throw a gun in there, make it kind of, yeah, you know, totally that makes sense. Cool. I love it's it. Funny. Daggers are out. <laughs> Show must go out. People are watching on TV. That's when we get the little girl. Being say, like, so this, this was is amazing. Li- this is live. Yeah. Like, this is my other question too, because it's just a special or <sighs> because it you know, seems that's like a really this is only point. one part of something that's happening, and it seems like they do another part another night. So how do operas and plays work? Do you go multiple nights to see different scenes? <laughs> you know, that's a no. really good point. I, You know, so, I initially thought that the movie was just ha- – I think the Macbeth play was happening in its entirety, except we're we, were just, we were just seeing right. different yeah. oh, scenes yeah, sure. of it. You know what I mean? Right. That's why we don't see why the gun, what happens with the gun. Like, presumably yeah. the audience does, but okay. not our, I us was, as the audience. You know what's weird, though? Because I was also assuming that like it was opening night for the play. So this is the one that gets televised. So it's like, this is the, na- I don't know. I mean, again, I have no idea I was just how like, opera man, works. Opera in must Italy. be huge in Italy. They're like, we're fucking massive. 19 massive. putting it on live TV. Yeah. Right. It's the opera channel. But then, yeah, I mean, then there's some more. Beautiful shots going back into her dressing room, and that's oh my get. god, dude! What is it? Um, Julia, Gulia, Gulia? I don't know. Uh, the costumes hand yeah, that yeah. entire oh my god, was she mm. like opening that and not catching the conversation when the door closes? And that beautiful panning to that blue door was just god, just everything about. It. I'm gonna keep on saying that this whole fucking movie is just gorgeous. Like really honed in on all of his cinematography since Deep Red, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, can't a, can't a policeman comes by? Can't a policeman be a fan? And yeah, she's. I love the fact she went I, like either way. Fuck you! Get the fuck dude. out of here. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, I, it seemed like it was so obvious that it was him the entire time. Like, yeah, especially he's like the first char- new character introduced after all this has gone down. I wonder who's very. Sus. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder who the uh, yeah. I wonder who the stalker is when he shows up. He goes, "I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm also a cop, but I'm, I'm here to yes. mm, mm, This is great. You did a great job. You're like, (laughs) oh, this guy's. If he's the, he's the Roy of this movie. Yeah. Then uh, homeboy stage manager shows up. Oh yes, for a kiss. Yeah, we get uh, get the gift from Mara. (laughs) Oh my god, that they just fucking. touching this shit they think, it, it they think it's poison we're like i love that pov shot of like in the actual sink as mm-hmm. it's getting poured on poured. top i love the fact that it's perfume and yeah. was it julia comes back and she goes yeah she would just bathe in that shit it's like 
All right. So, okay. We, okay. So throughout this entire movie, we get killer opening mindscape clips. Okay. So there's like this weird shot of a brain pulsating that we get through. Like, Mm -hmm. so like at that point, sort of the signal you're like in the, you're in sort of, you're in the killer mindscape dimension or like his neurons are firing and he's about to do something real. Or is it his mindscape? I thought it was. Betty's mindscape and she was like having that nightmare the thing she right. hadn't had since she was a child like she's like starting to have these memories come back is how I took it it's same I get. I mean I guess I always pertained it to uh, the killer like the heart rate going up and like the brain pulsating and stuff like that because we get like a tinge of that during every kill you know what well, I mean? she's around co- during every kill Betty and it's her like heart there's thing like literal things happening with like time. Betty, especially with the cinematography too, where it's like, oh, that's so she, cool. Her, yeah. her, her heart's beating and it's <laughs> the like camera's shaking, shaking as it's like going towards. See, I always thought it was the guy and his heart's racing because he's about to get to her, and that's why it had like shaky cam and stuff like that. Again, oh, I never took that. I didn't take that as a point of view shot. So like, it's a POV Same. coming up from behind her. I thought and, like, of it that's more it's all as shaky a and weird. using the, the cinematography to invoke the feeling she was feeling. Ooh. I mean, it could be, I don't know. I, I, honestly, <laughs> you could play it either way and I don't think you'd know. necessarily be what wrong. Did you think? Yeah, what did you think the about Discord, that? The channel for this episode. Oh, yeah, because no, the, yeah, we have this whole giant dream sequence because we have like the, the nude woman asleep with the classic 1980s underwear with the weird ruffles. Uh, we got the woman handing the guy with double gloves a fucking ritual knife. See, I, so I guess this part makes sense for it to be the killer, but then some of the other stuff. Oh, well, I no, imagine this confused. to we'll be. We'll talk through it. Because was this is a scene that, or is this like the snippets she saw while she was peeking in? Right, as right. A child? And this see, is how well, she's remembering. See, but what in was this happening one, until it's fully unlocked of what actually was happening, what transpired. See, this one, I think it was the that killer because this one goes directly to because we're in the killer's lair and the play's playing at this point. So it's his copy of like Betty on stage. And this is what this is the whole scene where he has the dagger and he's carving it into the glass into her chest because we get the entire kill kit after this sequence. So we've got like the rope. Uh, the gloves and like mm-hmm. all the yeah needles into the diamond shaped dagger and mm-hmm. stuff like that. That entire scene with him that t- carving. As, uh, now I feel like I gotta watch this again. <laughs> yeah, this movie does reach two hours too, and there's a lot of just weird fucking. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of weird fucking. <laughs> there's just a lot of weird fucking in this Doing movie. Weird fucking. Well, check out to be Alpha. totally honest with you, it's we like should have put that in for fans. <laughs> no, but I mean that is a weird theme in this because it is like I it's mean, a. Se- I guess it's kind of like a sexual thriller because like the killer's motivation is sexual because he's trying to like do it for her pleasure, and then it's like ripped condoms, like ripped, <laughs> ribbed. Mm. Rib. for her pleasure yeah. yeah um okay so this kind of goes into i the bird interaction one so obviously carving into the tv all that fun shit uh we get the pov creeper in the wardrobe okay so the backstage area with the giant horse head and shit is so fucking cool like i that entire back scene like him smashing like the ravens like learning to try to get out of their pen while he's trying to like cut up her fucking dress and stuff mm-hmm. this whole sequence mm-hmm. is super weird also i like the fact that he kills one of them and they all go like they all do that like herd mentality like 
what the fuck did you just do? Oh, we're going to fuck you up now. Mm-hmm, they remember. They, as soon as he gets in there, they're like freaking out. They're like, I, I wrote, these ravens know a bad guy when they see one. Little did I know how much that would, you Paul, know. do you think they already had seen what had <laughs> happened on the, the balcony? I mean, they were oh, fucking shit. flying around the theater. Maybe that is true. Knew. This guy's yeah. acting weird. He was crawled around so It's funny, theater. the problem is... <laughs> They saw him crawl around and then they saw him kill someone. What the fuck like, is this guy doing? Sus and now he's back here. <laughs> what the? I don't want this creepy crawly dude back here. Get out of here. We'll figure out how to open up this cage. Oh my God, um, dude. I, the problem that the actual movie had with all the crows was what I had thought about like immediately when I saw them on stage for this play i was like how the fuck are you gonna do that like they're gonna fly out into the audience they're totally. like just gonna go do their, they're, they're gonna not shit just gonna, all like, hang out on yeah, stage like... <laughs> oh you know what's amazing you know what's amazing birds. too i watched like a 30 minute behind the scenes just footage of this movie being made the raven's handler in the movie the actor is an actual raven's handler so every time that there's like a scene with that he's the dude in charge of all the birds the dude that <laughs> yeah i was like i love the fact at like, the end well, that guy's dude you can have the inspiration the for rrr <laughs> when he busts out of the cage with the birds oh my god yes 100 <laughs> percent, dude oh my god i do like the fact too that they were just kind of like fucking around with them until the killer starts stabbing these birds and then mm-hmm. all of them go like ape shit to the point where they gang up on him so he fucking like so like uh, slice a few of them Oh, yeah. He kills, like, I think, like, two or three of them. Two of and them. then there's yeah. enough of a ruckus that the security guard hears it. And then as the stalker's bailing, I love the fact that the birds run to the door and we get the close-up oh, of the pecking at the door, like, trying to get to him. Yeah. I like the guy comes down there and it's there's like, the a ton of them at the door. I'd be like, they're all like, he went that way. Like. Fucking come on! I ain't going on there. <laughs> there's a couple dead. I mean, he's so these stupid birds making all these noise. Oh, there's a couple dead ones over here. Like so. So yeah. were the bird were no birds harmed during the making of this film, Ralph? I does not have a definitive answer. I bet I don't have a definitive answer on that. I am <laughs> going. It seem like I was like this. Seems like they could really be fucking up these well, crows, or at least hitting them. The only reason why I said that about Deep Red is that in Deep Red, you literally physically see a lizard like impaled dying mm-hmm. and this one Maybe like that's it's, why they saved a lizard at the end of this one yeah, right that's, that's literally okay so this is man we're talking okay, really so weird <laughs> very weird i think he's like i'm really sorry about deep red there's a few of these too because like betty's character is also like the the opposite of um yeah peter right uh, the the pianist the in, yeah in deep red is that like in deep red he is so, trying so hard to be a part of the investigation and like figure shit out on his own and then betty's the opposite like she actively avoids telling police officers <laughs> She's trying Which to bury it as the much as human. Fucking thing. Yeah, her mentality it's, throughout this is like, uh, I, I just want to forget about what I just saw after every yes. thing she and just like, saw. And her entire, obviously, we're kind of jumping the shark, but like her idea. I guess the background of that is is supposed to be like she is remembering things from her past, and she brings it up to Marco during after the first attack is that like i've had i'm had i he looks so much like this person in my dreams when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and i think Mm -hmm. that's supposed to be her motivation to not go to the police but it's not articulated enough so it's just her being like "Mm, i don't like i don't i don't like cops 
Let's just fucking not do this. I can hear yeah. this. So um, after that is when we so get to the fancy sex to, room, right? Oh, dude. Bed, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> this place is like a museum. The stinking rich uncle's pleasure palace. It's like, yeah. So Stefano's got a super rich uncle and they're boning in his house which is super weird but, and well no, but then this weird, no good at it but no she's, she's good at sex. It. she's yeah. terrible at sex it's like apparently. the first thing she says she's like sorry i'm lousy in bed i've never been good at it <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny to me and i love the weird it. thing about opera singers they're supposed to be like super horny all the time and like have to like have sex before performance because it loosens up the vocal cords and makes you all you know all that fun jazz and i like the fact that jizz. betty is just <laughs> all that jizz uh, and all that, all that jizz. jizz uh copyright trademark um but betty's like the opposite like she's terrible in bed she just doesn't like she's like no i don't mm, i don't i don't really want to have okay, the sex was terrible and like did i offend you no i'm fine do you want some tea ja- jasmine, <laughs> jasmine fine no mint no mint give me the mint and okay so this is when we get our first you know warning of Fuck, like, dude. getting tied up and, and wrangled with and this scene was fucking intense the first time i watched this. whoa it goes from okay so this is what i like about I this movie pizza and i like stopped eating until the scene was over bro okay so eating, this goes I from i was munching on some pizza bites and <laughs> some hot pockets um this movie goes from like zero to 60 so (laughs) fucking fast where it's like we get kind of like the heartbeat cool i don't know i i always get interpreted obviously so most of my notes are going to be the killer's heartbeat is that like the heartbeat because like it just it ramps up and like he's getting fucking jazzed Uh uh-huh okay so (laughs) i thought it was her like having these memory things again triggered Mm -hmm. yeah because yeah, I, I thought she was having these all these panic like, attacks because she seemed very anxious and nervous about I need to so watch many it things. Like, yeah, I need to watch it again just for these sections right. to like figure to it out. Clear, yeah. yeah, exactly. Sure. I mean, it could be like the Nev Campbell's wearing a wig thing. Like once I tell you when you go back, you're like, oh, maybe it is. Or once um, we tell you. Exactly. Or I might have the one. Dude, who, I might be. Yeah. Again, I might be the odd opera out. Like I would. I'm legitimately going to watch Who's this again. Who's the odd opera yeah. out? Let's figure that out. Okay, so we're going to get into the binding and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so the idea of pins under the eyes torture device that's used in this scene came from a joke Argento told. He said that it annoyed him that so many people looked away during the scary scenes of his film that he jokingly suggested taping pins under people's eyes so they couldn't look away from his movies, especially the graphic parts. And then he later materialized that as a torture device for this movie, Mm. which I thought was like... That he needed to go the amazing. final destination route and so give him the effective. fake. <laughs> give him oh the fake God. out. Give him the fake out so people oh, close right, their exactly. eyes and then open them and then you and get them and the, then the the No, he was like, that's it. Nope, we're no, just doing pins, pins under the eyes. It really bothers me. I'm, I am a sensitive eye guy. And so mm. normally eye stuff Oof. doesn't isn't that prolonged, right? And this yeah. just goes on and on and on. And like as she blinks, you get like bits of blood More, and everything. Oh my God. And the way they set it up too. Bright guy, not an eye guy. I mean, yes, yeah, I, know, yeah. I, I wouldn't like needles in my eyes, but I've never been one to not like to be weird. I don't think by. I don't like stuff honestly, in my eyes. like the eyes were kind of messed up. I think it's the entire immobilization because like he subdues her, ties her up and then ties her to a pillar in this place. So like and like the the close up scenes like she's 
tied tied like oh, tight sure. yeah like yeah. to the point of almost asphyxiation you know what i mean like she's like that tied up um i think that whole setup is just so unnerving especially so. like when um stefano comes back in because she's in a standing position gagged with these things he doesn't quite it's weird <laughs> i feel like yeah. he should have been more concerned than confused especially when he got like halfway up to the bedroom yeah but he's an idiot. It's, yeah, he's just young. Like he's a young twenty-year-old <laughs> who was trying to get laid, I mean, I and it just didn't I, work I, out. I uh, I don't know what I do. I first I would just be like confused, and then hopefully pretty quickly I'd realize there's a major problem. There must be an intruder, right? And then I would have gone to where I know the closest sword in that room is. Every there's room a, has lot. a sword, right? I mean, you guys that, live that it, way, dude, don't you? In rich stinking, it's stinking rich uncle's pleasure palace. There are swords everywhere, right? Right, and then yeah, but I don't know. so the killer also taped these pins under their eyes. He tells her he wants her to have yeah, to yeah, watch. ultimately to, watch. Watch. to make her her watch, watch what happens him to him. Horribly murder this man, in which he does. And we get a he, s- oh my god, Stefano comes up and is trying to, and we get this fucking dagger this it's super fat too like when you see this dagger yeah, in the movie is. like it's it's a girthy dagger like this is like a almost spade shaped inches yes yeah, inches. this scene he gets stabbed under the fucking chin and then we get that close-up of the tip that's no, it's not even the tip it's like two and a half to maybe three inches of this thing in his mouth under his tongue Close like, up yeah. of the mouth, you open close up, up. And you see it pop yeah. in. There. Oh my god! So Stefano good. dying. That was what I forgot that added my. Oh, that's what I was remembering. That <laughs> made me go. Oh, 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 whoa! <laughs> like yeah, that whole thing was like, get the what the fuck. Um, okay, I will give you this, Sam. Albeit this scene, you don't see a lot more. Like it's like the retractable knife mostly go. It's weird. His hands get stabbed in this scene. Way more. I've like the third time watching this. He gets like his he, throat he gets, slit or something. He gets too. stabbed in the chest, and then he gets like stabbed. But most oh, yeah. of the stabbing scenes, he's in like a defensive mode, and it's retracting into his arms and his hands. He does get his chest done, but Stefano screaming during him getting stabbed fucking unnerved me the first time watching that. I was like, "Oh wow!" The only reason it didn't for me. It's because the sweet rock music we have playing during it. So oh just my god, the metal, <laughs> the weird metal music. The knife pierces in the chin, like some fucking classic heavy metal sounding, like yeah, Sonny yeah. Crew yeah. Iron Maiden <laughs> thing kicks in, and it's a goddamn ten bar. <laughs> oh, it, dude, it's nuts. He's getting murdered to like he- thrash metal, and just get just getting eviscerated. What fucked me up is the the screaming, but then when the fucking killer holds the dude's head up to her, so he, he can she, like they can make direct eye contact with each other, is oh god, I don't know. There's something I, about brutal. that. It was so goo. So to lighten things up, <laughs> so yeah. but he cuts her loose because you know it's all about you sure. know. Control oh, of yeah. her so that she's able to run out into the rain. Call she does call the cops from a payphone, but it really doesn't. But give not before much information. getting like groped though. Like she, he gropes her and's like, "Yeah, you're like a bitch in heat." And I'm like, "Oh God, oh, no! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. what the it, fuck?" Yeah, and yeah. and then just cuts her fucking rope mm-hmm. and then just lets her go. Yeah, is that I wasn't expecting the first time I watched this. I was like, "He's letting her go." Yeah, I was like, like okay, I thought so it was going to be. Guy a, yeah, forces- I thought it was going to be a double murder. 
Did you? I did not. Because of that, well, I think first, I was like, so is this going to yeah. be like a guy who the whole thing is he forces this person to watch people mm-hmm. get killed? Yes. Which is what yeah, it ended up being. But yeah. like, also, that's like very different. You know what I mean? It's. Why, oh, yeah. Why would you do that? Like, it adds to the intrigue and mystery. And. Oh, totally. Continuously torturing someone by murdering other people around is like, oh. That's like and forcing whole, you to watch and yeah. forcing you to watch is such a different level of brutality, which is why it drives me crazy that she just told the cops where the body was like that experience was so traumatic. How could you not like <laughs> tell the cops right. like, listen, what the fuck happened? Like, When was this movie out? 80. It was 87, but I think it got released in like 90, 87, 89, 87 Italy. Yeah. I don't know. They probably be like, ha ha. You yeah, funny woman. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> right. Or it today. was well, so cuz cuz then she runs off and that's when the director picks, picks her, up, her up that and they have a this, this weird sexual exchange conversation fucking ever. My in it, but like, also what the fuck is But also it's in done in a downward shot so like the camera angles are from everyone's crotch which is super fucking weird and then the car's not even running like it's there's People run like I feel like there's people running with lights on the outside, so it looks like it's in motion, and someone's just rocking it, like oh. jostling it, which I don't mind usually, but it's just this weird hypersexed conversation right after she saw someone get oh, brutally I was, murdered. I guess distracted by the hypersexed <laughs> conversation that I, I did not notice anything about the car. I was like, oh, they're just driving in a car, what the fuck? talking really oddly after she just experienced a. V- a horrific, a horrific murder which she winds up <laughs> still tell i mean she tells uh marco in her apartment but still yes. like what it's just that entire car scene is just awkward and weird and i don't like there wasn't a point of it like it wasn't like i have sexual chem like i feel like they shot the movie and was like there I needs to be that some- was argento wanting to he get, wants to get that sexual chemistry that would that- masturbate well, he wanted to just let the world know that he masturbated before yes. scenes. One hundred percent, everything looks so good. <laughs> yeah, it's just well, hey, it's, if it's what's it. necessary, I'll do it myself. Right? It's just I think it makes it. It's just especially the fact that she doesn't even open up about the murder until she gets to the apartment. That you're like, what is going on? Like this? Why? Why? And then there's almost – I felt like there's almost a weird thing of like almost like they were going to hook yes. up. Totally. Did you yes. feel that? They're like they're touching each other it's and an like weird – It's – yeah. And it's not it's not Wild. subtle. It's <laughs> laid on like thick mayonnaise. And it's like, dude, the wrong time. Like I feel like all of this – like the movie was done in I shot. she was interested because she's like you have she somebody was. to she go was home like, to. Don't huh? you have someone yeah, at home? Like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, totally. She was about it. Which is weird. I wonder if it was about, like, I wonder if there's any point of truth. Like, I wonder if that was, like, a weird how his original wife broke up with him or his fiance broke up with him because he was just, like, going after actresses and stuff. Yeah, right. Who knows? Not a, no, no insinuations, just speculation. So she's trying to help me get another vent, baby. Yes. And she realizes she brought the eye needles in her pocket or something. She just, like, finds it in her pocket. She's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, this yeah. weird. Remember this? that, like from an hour right. ago. And now she's like blaming her. <laughs> she's blaming herself. Like I shouldn't have sung that role. She's like popping pills. Like she's paranoid as fuck at this point. Because there's uh the couple in the keyhole shot. I thought was kind of a cool intro to what that camera shot was before the uh, director mm-hmm. leaves. 
to um, establish that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. Yeah, she's crying. This is so. This is when before we know on my first watch. Uh, there's like POV and events, and then inside and inside in a child's voice, it's like, "Oh, Betty, don't cry." And I was like, "What is going on? Like, our killer's a child? <laughs> don't, don't, Betty, don't cry now." <laughs> You're like, "Whoa, my God, it's <sighs> a ghost." I was like, "Is there a ghost kid now?" So that's why I got really confused by the when our murderer is crawling around the theater yes. in the beginning <laughs> because I was like, "We're seeing a point of view of a child, and it's shot very low to get the look the- of like." What you would assume oh, a, a child's child. height so would like, be. Why would we? That's confusing when we're getting that same shot when we're trying to convey a point of view between two people. Characters. I, I agree Luckily, with you. we figured out he was crawling. He was, he's just he's just go- yes, he's like golem crawling up. Like, that's why we have these conversations. Right. Oh god. All right. So yeah. And then that's when the cop comes to the theater to investigate the nonsense. Alan the cop shows up, and then the the three ravens were killed alongside the hunky stage manager. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, Betty's not there, so they're trying to figure out you know any kind of like leads and shit like that, which goes to our costume designer now having to clean this costume up that has now been slashed and hacked to pieces. And wouldn't you know it, she finds a gold bracelet stuck in the junk. Um, Do we ever find out the significance of that? Uh, No, not really. (laughs) I think it's 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 implied that it's an anniversary. I can only or a trinket or something like that. But it's so worn out that every character in this movie kind of has an implied history, but it never pays off maybe it was her mother's or something bracelet or i would i would assume so some kind of like love trinket something so all i know is at some point while we're in the costume room we get ominous wind yes we get some final destination (laughs) Mm -hmm. shit that happens in this fucking place yeah this is my okay i literally this is my next note i love okay so the second time around i love this final destination it's the backward shot of the iron the scissors and Ooh. all like every horrible thing that's about Beautiful. to happen in the scene God. is literally displayed yeah. before you. Mm-hmm. And then we get ominous yeah. wind. It's like, oh shit. It's like, what's the Rube Goldberg machine? Like I was waiting for like something to like crush her yeah. skull. Uh, I was kind of excited. It got me aroused. I was titillated. <laughs> it was so, oh, that one I was like, oh shit. My first note was like, oh, my God, it's going to happen at the opera. Like, I knew it was going to happen at the opera. Like, <laughs> someone died already. Like, the stage had. I was like, I didn't think, like, <laughs> broad daylight. That's station movies at an opera. <laughs> at an opera. <laughs> That'd be wild. Oh, that could be interesting. It's so <laughs> fucking crazy. But, um, uh, so actually, she's and then it cuts back to crow blinking. Yeah, the crow blinking and stuff right. like that. And then we get the, um, oh, dude, the ironing room where we get the heart. Oh, dude. Okay, so the heartbeat breakdown camera like thing the shaky yeah. camera thing we get the pulse and the brain montage and then the second sneak attack so this is why okay again i just think it's like killer shit where he's like oh god i'm about to do it i'm about to do it i'm gonna do it okay i'm doing it uh dude the her getting tied up now in the trophy box yeah is like i knew something was gonna happen with all those mannequins in the box i was like okay that is too good of a thing not to use um Okay, I will have to admit, um, I think it's Guliana, Juliana. I'm going to say Guliana. Um, this death is this this death is awesome and also super weird. Like it's this, this 
the one that was particularly effective <laughs> for me, even though we don't see anything. Yeah. Like you see the scissors cutting, but the sound design on like is so cutting gross, through dude. her and crunching really. Got I think me. it's the I think <laughs> well, it's the grabbing well, scene that's happening. I think that's the grabbing scene is that like the killer grabs for the place that she takes it and then starts giggling. She's like, <laughs> and like runs and then he just hucks that yeah, iron at her really spine. There's a really weird part there. Yeah. Where she's like kind of like, yeah, playing with him. Like, he, 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 this is what you wanted and running away from him. Yeah. Which I, and then, yeah, then she gets stabbed and then, and then she swallows the trinket. She drops oh, dude, bracelet. In her mouth she, and then that's. It. Why That's why that happens. We need to cut into but her. The, what's, but because he tries this to whole, get in with the but this whole first. setup is weird though. Because like she, he throws the fucking thing. It knocks her down. Then she uses the same iron to knock him out. She could run and get help. Doesn't do it. Unmasks him. And then says it's, and then that's when he fucking starts strangling mm-hmm. with that super weird po like POV in front of the camera. <laughs> To the mm-hmm. stab in the chest, to the oh god. Okay, now then, then like yeah, the, and then the bracelet gets cut free again. Oh my god! Oh, as well, yeah. The bracelet goes in the mouth, and she has to get cut open. Oh, dude, with the scissors, which again you don't see, but the sound design on that you. Feel and then like the blurry shot of her throat completely open, and him fishing that thing out with his gloves is so gross. I couldn't tell what gloves it was on gloves, supposed on gloves. to be, but. Just pulling it out, yeah, all bloody, and you can kind of see this. I didn't know what I was looking at. Also, I'm. I see. I know that we have. Sorry, okay, I need to give an award to okay Coralina Tessiani or Tassani. There you go. Um, her being able to keep her eyes open while getting her mouth poked and prodded like that for that long was amazing. Like. The idea of not using a prop head while all that weird mouth stuff was going on Mm -hmm. was so awesome, but also, like, the entire time it made it more like, oh, fuck, oh, my God, oh, God. So the award for not blinking while something moves around in your mouth, the word goes to this actress. Goes to (laughs) Guliana. Guli. Goo, goo, gooliana. So Betty, so then she's cut free again, which is part of these. Like, and I don't remember if this is the time he's like, you know, I could. The, yes, he goes. You know, he. It's like it reminds her, I can take her whenever and wherever he wants, yeah. and then just cuts her loose again. Ugh. Yeah. So that's what she. Then she runs back to her Should place. Go to the cops this time, maybe. No, no, she doesn't. The cops Kinda. are at her apartment. No, uh, she yeah, the cops you. are at her place. Dude, her playing real life Frogger was also hilarious. Like walking into incoming traffic, and then all those cars just like, it's like runs. Yeah, it's oh my god. It's like, but then she tells to Inspector Allen, and like he's just totally fine with him. Like fine with her excluding evidence, not making statements or any description of the perp. Like he goes, were you at the place? Yeah, I was there. Not mad, not trying to take a statement, not like let's immediately go to the police station. Well, you know, we've seen Italian just cops hang out. before I'm my boy. and they let piano teachers yeah. take over investigations. Oh, that's very true. That's exactly. very true. Remember, they're, they're not going to believe. Th- it's a woman, Ross. Like, you- <laughs> they're hysterical. <laughs> right. How can- Listen, I got this <sighs> great trombone teacher. I'll give you his number. He can help right. you out. Yeah. Oh, my God. He'll help you figure this out. And then, like, this is kind of why she kind of gives the, like, why didn't you come 
forward earlier and like this is when she's like i want to erase it all from my mind like it never happened yeah mm-hmm. and it's like eh, you're kind of past that bus stop now i mean yeah just it's 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 i guess it's the horrific nature of the the, the fact that there's a murder in involved with it because i don't want to shame anyone for not coming forward for you know like experiencing some sort of no 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 no, no. Rape situation because th- that happens all too often. absolutely but it's the fact that it's like you just witnessed a murder, murder and it's a well, very like, a very graphic murder both of these murders you're like bound and gagged and tied up and like it's this, a very this like, guy just told you the last time i can take you anytime i want to like don't yeah you i would probably protection exactly. from that you're being let yeah. go yeah, yeah yeah and like there there seems I'd to be, be more scared of that than uh, at, for some reoccurring exactly so it's like, come on, talk, 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 talk someone about it. The right thing. But no, Selfish. back home. <laughs> and also, I like how she conveniently puts eye drops in, um, effectively making she her blind. Has eye drops. She's got eye drops. Effectively <laughs> blinding herself, and then unlocks and leaves the front door completely open. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, partner's there. And then the cop who you may or may may or may not have been the cop posts up in another room while she t- that relax tape is so fucking weird. Relax. You're very relaxed now. Just lay in bed. You're relaxed. It's like you just watched two people get brutally murdered in less than 24 hours. I don't I don't think a tape's going to work. I don't really remember that. I got to be honest with you guys. I watched this twice and both times I kind of fell asleep at around this time. <laughs> this part? Oh, interesting. It was, always, oh. it was the same time both times. <laughs> but Well, well uh, just, to let, just to fill you in, Mira shows up. And says that the cop who was supposed to be looking after her was asking questions outside while simultaneously Betty was like, that's impossible because that cop is sitting in my other room right now. Okay, so I remember that Mm -hmm. and being confused. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, which I thought was effective. I thought that was was like, oh, my God. I was like, just like the oh, my God, it's like the call is coming from inside the house type of thing. Who was phone? Yeah, right. this is like and then, the guy- and then it has it almost like maybe Scream Three took it from here of like, well, should we go outside? Well, that cop could be the fake cop. What if we stay inside? That's the this that could be, be the real color. cop. What do mm-hmm. we do? <laughs> it's like, which one's the maniac? Mm-hmm. Um, this is great though. I love the overhead shot of them going to the the room where the cop was, and then there's no one in the room. The power goes off, and I like the um the the cigarettes. cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, God, so good, so moody. Um, and I also now now we're in a weird self doubt Schrodinger's maniac. Like you don't know if he's inside the apartment or outside mm-hmm. of the apartment, but he's existing both inside and outside. Like they're terrified of being in there, but they're also mortified about leaving. Quantum, <laughs> quantum. We're and getting into quantum a, maniacs. Quantum maniacs. There's someone at the door. Oh my god. Okay, so we get. Um. Well, apartment a cop leaves because they're in the fucking kitchen, and then Mira looks through and like he leaves, goes out. Then, fucking someone knocks. She thinks she knows the person trying to pose as a cop, and then we get the most fucking insane shot of a fucking revolver shooting through a peephole through fucking Mira's head. It's, um, it's my, really cool. my yeah. jaw dropped. Yeah. 
the first time I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> Just the bullet like, shit. Yeah, it, there's a whole scene of building up. Oh, yeah, the cop, look at my ID. Here's shining the flashlight or whatever. Yes. Look at my gun. This is a police issue. And then it just like goes up to the people and you see the bullet travel through, like, you know, inside it shot of it the traveling people. through the people that just out the back of her head is it's wild Dope. and then this one actually uh daria was a little concerned about her death just because um there was a squib like a small explosive on the back of oh. her head that's supposed to shoot out one way right. so like if it had if it had gone wrong it could have just killed her nice well not nice for that but nice right. piece of trivia <laughs> oh dude oh my god um i also like how the shot instantaneously kills her obviously shot through the head and shoots the phone that's on the ground as well mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like yeah, that was this guy's comes this guy's down. a good shot so this is the person who agreed to be in the movie for this death yeah. yes yes and this was um uh, argento's ex-fiance right. so she was down to, she was like hell yeah put that squib on the back of my head i'll do fuck you, yeah you she's like that? that's how I'll you want to kill me let's let's fucking do that argento's like actually but then i really plays it pretty smart flips it backwards right <laughs> Betty gets smart and pretends to escape out the window, but hides. Oh, the pillow pump fake is great. Mm-hmm. So somehow, like I must have been in and out because I definitely saw both times this the the gun thing, but I missed mm-hmm. some of before this and some of this right here because I don't know what you're talking about with the <laughs> window and a pillow. She grabs a pillow and she grabs a sheet and throws the pillow down onto the ground and then ties the sheet around the balcony yeah. to make it look like she uh, went out there to escape. <laughs> and then dropped it, yeah. So and then like, that's when the uh, vent baby comes to the rescue. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we get the... Um, guy right close oh that's right yeah close yeah, so that's we get right. out right. um we get the heartbeat again and then the fucking actual partner is the next victim he has a stiletto stuck yes, in his gut and like it i thought honestly betty was going to accidentally kill someone because that's f- how i felt the scene was going to lead up till so it was interesting to see what is a suave suave or something like that rico rico suave mm-hmm. uh the partner Who dies and it's just like because i Oh, I have, yes. This is how, like, I, I don't know what's happening. I mean, this part of the movie. But my note is, who was that guy she stabbed? Daniel Clover, policeman? <laughs> what is this? Totally is. Uh, uh, oh. And then once we get crawling through the vents, I'm kind of back here. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I do like that. Um, so he's got the slow in the gut. She takes his service revolver out and just starts spiral shooting Oh my god, dude! Like, also when she's picking his pocket, the ginormous spiral cinematography shot while that's going on is like fucking chef's kiss. I could do a list of all these, and I did. We get a vent kid, so she shoots at him multiple times, and then we get a vent baby, mm-hmm. and then we have a whole traveling through the vent scene, which yeah. this is another good tense scene. And this is what I noticed here, and I think it happened a little bit earlier. It's one of the few scenes that I felt yeah. was quiet in the movie, so it's probably why you fell asleep. Because you're either there's either opera yep. music playing a lot of the time, or if someone's getting killed, there's like the metal rock music playing, and it, yeah. it's a little it's bit super quiet until you get like, to these kind of sense. Yeah, the atmosphere scenes. is super cool. I like how they At try the to end. duck away from the Just stalker great. by being like on the back end of the grate mm-hmm. was super good. Yeah, that's a great tense moment. While they're waiting, and I love the look of Betty at that time. She's mm-hmm. so like pale and sweaty, and 
just like looks like she went through an yeah. ordeal. And like, I do like the fact that Alma is mm-hmm. the kid is just a so different because in Deep Red, the kid's a fucking sociopath. And at least in opera, Alma's just a voyeur, I guess. Like, she's just looking at everybody. Sad little girl she's who wants to escape her. Yeah, because her mom's going around the apartments and looking at everyone. Asshole. Because she can. Her parents call are the assholes cops. and fighting or whatever. <laughs> nope, doesn't have. She's not gonna call Which it. I, I do yeah. like. Yeah, we get that, and then and then smack yeah, and then slaps no, her. Yeah, she she been, she's like, you have to call the cops. Yeah, she should have said that. Like, like, you're like, you're right. Your mom does suck herself. <laughs> you know, like, right. Well, I do like. There's like one of the kids says at one point, "You're disgusting. You're always right." Naked. It's yeah. like, oh my she, god. There's a slap. Yeah, the, the kid gets beat. I do like the rock laden walk through the city to the opera afterwards. Yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. walking down the street and walking down the street in distress heavy yes. metal. Is yeah. That is that alone metal. could have been yeah. drink stress tea. Yeah, to some that stress alone metal. could have been like a fucking <laughs> music video. Um, and and then Marco has a plan. <laughs> okay, sorry, I had the subtitles on when I was watching it. Did you guys have subtitles for the for the no. second? The one. music they tr- they try and write what the lyrics are and it's so hard to understand mm-hmm. that some of them are clearly wrong that's amazing um, oh sure and then at at one part it j- just in parentheses it goes indistinct <laughs> which really <laughs> made me chuckle dibs on that band name hi what are we indistinct indistinct <laughs> god all right so they got a plan um I'm now we get this weird dream sequence. I guess Betty was a kid and walked in on her mom watching someone else kill a woman. So now we kind of get the full reveal that this dude has been around for a minute. Yeah, this woman wasn't tied up. This other woman in this no, she's just looking all, up, mm-hmm. which is what it was like. Weird through she's a mirror, all like horned yeah. up and watching. Yeah, she's into yeah. it, or she's not watching it through the mirror. Uh, right? Yeah, uh, Betty's watching her reaction to it. Yes, through a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. fucking. This weird. is. Yeah, so she comes back to the theater and she tells the director this. But this is when she's like, everywhere scares me, except here. When he's like, why'd you come here? I'm like, didn't you just get attacked here? Uh, like 12 hours ago? Right. <laughs> like, Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. You were kind of freaked out. The bird scared you yeah. a little bit. This like, is not a safe space. Like, this is the opposite of anyway. a safe space. Um, He's got an yeah, idea, so though. We'll catch the opera the goes according to plan, and by plan, I mean they crash an entire raven's cage through the stage with the handler in it, and like a Spartan, he front kicks this fucking thing open and then lets all of the fucking birds out into the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining it. like <laughs> It is, dude. And like the metal... Okay, then we start getting the metal music, so you know shit's about to hit the fan. Like, it, the oh, ravens yes. by themselves are like, oh, fuck. And then it's like... Dah! Oh, the fire on the theater, rock Just music. Oh, some of the actors in the audience acting scared of the Ravens. Like it, some of them are so bad. It's so funny. Like some, a lot of them are just fine, but you can pick out a few here and there that are like either incredibly over the top or kind of half-hearted. Like oh, <laughs> like oh my. Is this is yeah, it's oh, dude? And then they all start <laughs> dive bombing and attacking for revenge for their fallen brethren. And it was fucking Inspector Allen, like we all guessed about 10 minutes into the movie. Um, Yeah. As soon as we met him, him, that's the fucking dude. He's too clean cut and he's way too nice. (laughs) This guy, 
He didn't talk about jerking off. So like this guy's definitely going to be the fucking but, bad guy. Because the clever part of this movie isn't who the bad guy is. It's how they reveal the bad guy. How they guy. became. That's reveal the bad like, guy. Very cool right. and neat and clever way that you end up using the bird that remembers people. Oh he was my God. Earlier and plucks his him. fucking eyeball out. More eye stuff. And eats it. And oh like, well, God. Yeah. We just see it like. It's um, true. He gets, blo- um, yeah, he gets, and then he the starts shooting the stage. Yeah. He murks someone who's dressed in a sheet. So, like one of the naked ladies underneath one of those sheets gets killed on stage. Oh, yeah. But it's like a two second thing. It's like Bleh. I love that blood splatter actually under the white sheet. It's cool. It's really fucking good. And after all this happens, Betty just goes to her dressing room. Like, <sighs> well, we got him. It's like no, no, we <laughs> yeah. didn't. Not no, only like, did we sh- not get him. He is standing right next to me or something because the director is and all he's like standing yeah. right in front of her, in front of her, and, and just gets fucking in, knocked in, out. Like, yeah, I don't know how the uh, that worked. <laughs> how did you miss him? He probably had a sheet over himself, so he looked like a lamp or something like that. And it's just like, no, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him so bad. Also, guys, why would he do this? Well, if you guessed, uh, just like your mother, oh, because yeah. he was her, he, he was his kink. mother's <laughs> killer love slave. Uh, then you would have been right. Now I am gonna kink shame yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Um, this goes. How old this, is this guy? Yeah. yeah or right? how? What's the age difference between her and her mom? It doesn't seem. Okay. Or was he like a kid when he if, was doing this for if, her? Like, if we're cho- um, if we're gonna chalk this up, I through my head, um, Betty's mom groomed a tween possibly early teens into a weird sex slave thing and used him to murder a bunch of people in exchange to like i don't even know if they had sex the way that he's describing it like heavy petting at best like it seems like they did at first but then she started holding it away from him and like and he had to do more horrific shit yeah, it's oh my god, dude. Like yeah. it yeah. The way that the ages line up, I think Betty's mom was a little more than a snuff connoisseur. Like this is a uh mm-mm. Oh, so so anyway, the, he yeah, did this with the what, mom. The only way he yeah. can get so off. now he wants to do it with the daughter for he I just all I wanted was your love. Like just see, okay, so this is an interesting thing and they never really explain it and I the crowd scene is so wacko in the beginning of this movie. I'm curious if Alan is in the group of people out front and he causes the accident to the main actress. Well, he 100% he to have. causes the accident. I don't know how, right. but that's that was part the plan, of the plan the entire time. Yeah, he calls and says the plan, yeah, he needed he needed thing. Betty to be, uh, part of part of his kink is yes. that she is famous. He had to get her to be the star. It was a big part of get it. Get her to be the star, wear the costume, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um terrible. Absolutely terrible. And then just just we don't condone any we of this. This that. is not <laughs> So he has this elaborate plan to fucking set a room well, on fire and have he, her shoot he him or binds something. her and then like puts a hood like a blindfold he was, now he, he's all he fucking ugly he yeah he's like i don't want don't you to see me. me anymore because i'm ugly I'm and then just like you can't see anymore so this is the first time i do love that shot go ahead oh the under like the blindfold and then the underneath yeah. where she can barely see now she's got the mm-hmm. gun and he's like all right i need you to fucking murder me while i'm covered in gasoline but- 
A left, a little left, nope, no, no, two no, no, left, nope, nope, down, 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 And then lights a match and he's like, oh, you know what, I just remembered, I'm afraid of pain. <laughs> so he puts the match out and gives her a gun. <laughs> Which is so stupid. Oh my god. So like, she winds up shooting him and then like, he fucking right, collapses. Exactly. And then she winds up, what, shoot? I think shooting downward to shoot or the, get the, the rope. Through the rope. Yeah, to shoot the rope out. And then she drags she the, the key out. Fold off, sees the burning body, gets the key off it. Which he must have been clever enough to put the Thank key God. on the mannequin, I guess, when he threw right? it there. Cause... Yeah, because Mar- uh, Marco and the crew opens up and the inspector's like basically beef jerky at this point. Um, and I guess technically if uh, from this point, uh, this is the R-rated movie. So the unrated movie has this Swiss Terror Alps. Opera. Tear at the opera. Yeah. So like there's some other stuff cut out. So now opera also includes this weird no. Swiss out post post sequences. It really is not, not necessary. I don't know why. He I can so tell you. On it. <laughs> so the okay, ending please. of this movie. Okay. So this is also from IMDb. The ending of the movie is inspired by the ending of Thomas Harris's book, Red Dragon in an interview book called Spaghetti Nightmares, Dario Argento states that he did not like Michael Mann's Manhunter, the first film adaptation of Red Dragon, which used a completely different ending from uh, the one in the novel, but is a fan of Harris's novels. So uh, he later adapted the ending, like, I don't know, he wanted to have this really weird ending. So he was like, I really like the ending of this book. They didn't do it right it's in, in the movie. Yeah, so, so like literally the, like the end when of Red, Red, Red Dragon <laughs> came out way after this. Well, Manhunter. But yeah, uh, the, the, yeah, book. yeah, no, yeah, the book it, is, and then the the, the movie. Yeah, because because Manhunter came out in '86, so this was a year I'm after, following. or a year before rather, this movie was made. I'm following now. <laughs> so that's when this we get fucking, them the out in Swiss Germany, Alps, and, and the only reason you know surprise. it is because the maid says Gutentag. Like it's just it's. I mean, it's it also the Swiss like Alps. Well, I, I mean, it looks. <laughs> um, it then looks we get like, yeah. a heavy metal version of the Sound of Music. Um, this fucking metal chase through the Alps. <laughs> like, so hold on, run! Oh, I have run, Betty, Bef- run! Before yeah. this, it's everything oh, seems yeah. lovely. She's here with the director for and some the reason. News. And yeah. on the news, he hears that it turns out the killer is yeah. not dead. There. How can mannequin. you? I, so, I understand in these movies that the comedic level of police and everything in this, but how do you how do you not know it's a mannequin and versus the, like it would have made more sense if he had mm-hmm. killed a stagehand and then dressed him up and then burnt the body. if it's all burned it's like up. it's a melted plastic. <laughs> it's going to look like a pile of goo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, then he yells out the window, Betty, he's not dead. Run, run. run. As if somehow he would be right there right then. But she takes off and cue the heavy metal. Oh, my God. And at God. this point. Gotta say, we get a lot of indistinct lyrics, and I was this having is a like, ball. It's just, <laughs> dun, 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 fuck it, dun, through the Alps, you're gonna fucking run. There we go. That's it. The whole time. Just ripping ass. And now, you've got like... It's just Wait, ripping ass. ass. She is just fucking running her ass off. And then behind her. She's just running and farting just the whole fart time. the whole fucking time. We got Inspector Allen behind her in full like Matrix garb. Like and like half healed wounds running through. And then she pulls. And then fucking Marco comes out of nowhere. Clips fucking 
um, Alan and then yeah. like gets stabbed to death. He gets stabbed. And then, gets and stabbed. then Betty yeah, goes, I loved you the whole time. I am just like my mother. We have oh. to run away. And then. Oh, okay. Okay. He fucking <laughs> Inspector Allen pulls a Matt Damon and just looks and goes, "Oh, okay, okay." And then then he gets rocked. Oh, rocked, rocked to that just fuck you, bitch. Gotcha, and then uh, all fucking a thousand German brigade, a, comes out of a thousand cops show up with dogs. Because well, I knew saw, from the dogs we saw in the those woods. German shepherds from before. Yeah, running. Christ, like, oh, there's just right. And uh, him getting cuffed. Kind of the there. the helicopter up top, and then the amount of police officers with their guns drawn at his face. With fucking Uzis. With Uzis, it looked like something out of a fucking like a National Lampoon. Or like it's a comedic level of guns to this guy's head. Oh, it just felt like a '80s action movie. Oh like my a god, ridiculous! Where all the the henchmen villains were like oh, in mm. like khakis like and like, a, like yes. a button up shirt, carrying an Uzi, wearing aviators, just like <laughs> short blonde hair. Just, just looking. Oh, they all just look like a bunch of goobies. They came from a different movie. He would say it. <laughs> So Betty starts yelling. You I'm know not like I'm my not mom. Like my yeah. mom, not at and all. And then, like, they mm-hmm. ask him, and uh, he yells, "I haven't committed any crime. I just wanted to free their souls." <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Oh my god! <laughs> and then, like, argument. now she's like clearly, <laughs> but but now, like, Betty's out of her fucking mind, and unlike Deep Red, like, she lets a lizard escape. And then she's just rolling around in like well, yeah, she flowers like and, and shit. falls into the yeah, grass. Suddenly we get a strange voiceover yeah. from her, which we have never had her voiceover. And she's just kind of like <laughs> listing things for a minute. And then she rescues the lizard and hugs some flowers. And then it just ends. That's it. The end. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Uh, Bravo. Encore. So encore. Good for her. She, she moves, moves on, on quick. quick. Or yeah, she really does. She's batshit crazy. And I feel like, well, we'll get to the possible sequels later. Do you think anyone's attending to the directors like nope, bleeding out? Dead as a field? doornail. He's he's just fucking dead. Like they're just like, well as quickly as they came in to get the guy, they're just like packed up yeah. and out. Alright, we're out of here. Gone. Oh yeah. There's a guy stabbed about fifty yards back. No, okay, just gonna leave him. Okay, perfect. Great. All right. Uh yeah. Well that uh takes us to uh I guess act two. So we'll see you after the break. Let's kick it to our crematorium of questions. Would we, okay, would we survive? So you have like a small percentage of like, if like being in the audience you or on stage, you could just get randomly shot at some point. You um, could get randomly shot. I feel like I'd be like the usher. I feel like I'd be working at the theater and I'd have to go confront the and, crawling guy and I wouldn't make it out because I'd just get slammed into a coat right here. I think honestly, I don't, yeah, survival on this would be low. Well, it's weird. You'd have to know Betty. You just have to know Betty. But survivability chance. is like this it's guy's a sneak a attacker and he's a lethal sneak attacker. Like when he hits you, he gets you in the goods. Like it's he's not trying to maim and then kill. Like his first kill was like through the throat into a mouth. He's very good at like you know popping I mean? like, out of nowhere. I mean, <laughs> yeah. As much as you like feel in, his brain senses tingling, or maybe not. Maybe it's Betty's. But, I mean, realistically, yeah. no. I I do think he's he's. I'm not that scared of him. Yeah. It doesn't um, scare me. How would we try to survive? I'm assuming just get out of the production of Macbeth. Yeah, be the yeah. I'd probably quit the play as soon as someone like was murdered. Yeah, around it, and then I think murdered. Evil. That's how I try to escape it. Otherwise, murdered. I mean, if he's going to confront me, I don't know. 
I don't feel like anyone fought back that hard. Yeah, I think the closest one was uh, <laughs> Guliana. Um, but I mean, did she? She was teasing him half the time. Yeah, but she also was able to knock him out fairly easily. I mean, I, it's a giant true. iron. That's true. She was able to knock him out fairly easy. So, yeah. If he doesn't have the sneak attack, going back, we got yeah, a chance. There's a chance. Sure. Yeah, love it. Definitely have a chance. Um, do I have a big iron in my hand? <laughs> yeah, do I have a big iron? Maybe a rock? I think a large a blunt object would probably work best for him. Um, how can we make it gooier? Uh, same old stuff. Just show a bit more <laughs> gore. <laughs> <laughs> I think honestly, the only one for me, if you actually showed him fishing the necklace out of her, or yeah, showed the cutting. Yeah, yeah. That, that'd be it. Just. Pull just that frame down a little oh, bit more. Yeah, that would have been added just the amount of goo for me. That would be the, the spot to do it. Yeah. Um, okay, guys. Villain level one through ten. What are we thinking? Iconography is low for me. I mean, it's a guy in a mask yes. with his blue which eyeball it, sticking out. Which is kind of just it's from what I understand the Very giallo look. Giallo. You know what I mean, it's mm-hmm. just there's not much to it. But it is also sort of a standard. I mean, I do I like his his like latex glove over his over leather glove. The double <laughs> gloves. Yeah, Him double gloving it every time is so for pretty that, for her pleasure. I'll give that a three on iconography. Two point five on iconography. I think would be okay. good. Okay. And his power level is realistically what a two. Yeah, he, he I had murder. this. Yeah, but like not like anything supernatural by any means. Dude, you hit it right on the money. I had 2.5 for iconography and then 2 for power level. So maybe 4.5. Yeah. I had 2 for each, so fuck me. <laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> With ple- Wait, I had to tie you up first. I have these uh, apparatuses for underneath your eyeballs. No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, I, uh, does, <laughs> does, this, does this deserve, does opera deserve a second act? Does this deserve a sequel? Yes. I want to see whatever sequel they would come up for, especially with the ending. Sure. Because he's alive. He is alive. Technically, he's alive. Um, Okay. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it would deserve a sequel if it was Terror at the Opera. I kind of get where Argento was going with the epilogue. Well, Terror at the Opera, he dies. Or so you think. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you can leave it open. Like, it could still just turn out it was a man. Exactly. So it's like, at least with that, you have a little more to work with. I just feel like this one wraps it up weirdly, but <laughs> but nicely, I guess. Uh, I sure you can make a sequel. I don't care. <laughs> Let's take it into the nineties. Uh, Let's take it into the nineties. Yeah. Terror at the digital opera. Oh man! Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, is, is that your worst opera. sequel? Yeah. Okay, it's a sequel. I think, I think mine would just be uh, opera behind the scenes, and it's just the POV of the mannequin the entire movie. Oh god, damn it! Just getting moved around. <laughs> so like he's in intricate scenes, but mm. then like he's just hanging out. Seems right. Um, my worst sequel would be. Betty uh, has quit singing. Okay, and she is now a sandwich artist at a subway. And <laughs> okay, um, the guy is still alive, but he feels really bad about what he's done. So he comes there and tries to do all her work for her. Um, and that's the movie. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay, I take okay. that. Cool. Um. What is the movie's band? 
And what genre are they, gentlemen? Do you have anything? God, maybe maybe it's just Evanescence. Maybe it's just <laughs> Evanescence. I was like this rock opera type stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I, man, mine was. I, <laughs> my first one was uh, Raven's Revenge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think, yeah, same thing. Like hair, almost hair, thrashy hair metal. Sure. I mean, you know, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I'll go ahead and do, uh, what is it? Uh, vent kid. Vent kid. <laughs> the vent kids. Ooh. It's the vent kids and they make a uh, stress metal. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. All right. I can dig that. It's a new genre. They're, you want to have heard of them. They're, they're, they're so underground. Are you guys buying? The soundtrack or score on vinyl? See, yeah. no. Like, I like the mu- the metal music stuff, but it's only in it between a whole bunch of opera. Uh, po- yeah. I wonder right. I wonder if there's, and like... Even the metal is, like, kind of... It's fine. Weird. It's, like, like, yeah. it's very generic. Yeah. yeah. It's... Oh, man. If you had a murder mixtape, like, if you had this guy's just the metal album that he had, you know what I mean? As in, because mm-hmm. all I'm picturing is him pushing play before all this crazy shit happens <laughs> and like scuttles <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought, I brought my own mixtape. Uh, murder mixtape. Murder mixtape. I would get that, but no, I agree. I think it's it's cool, but I don't know if I would necessarily have like metal and then actual Macbeth <laughs> opera mm-hmm. in between those. I yeah, I'm not a I'm not an opera boy. Um, is there anything action figure worthy? You guys buying the action figure to anything? I mean, people might want it, but I'm not buying anything from it. There's nothing I'd care for. Yeah, unless no. unless they're like I <laughs> unless they had an opera eyeglass holder that was just the eyes with the pins underneath it that I could put my you know, my sunglasses or like my actual like reading glasses on in between mm-hmm. needing to use them, I would do that, but I don't think like an actual action figure. So that's more the next question. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> totally. What so you guys, what, merch. Yeah, what what prop are we doing? What merch are we doing? Yeah. I already told you mine. My eyeglasses would be top notch seller. I mean I'll take like I'll take a, the a murder like I'll take the the eyeball things Ooh, yeah like just like the, the needles yeah the needles that'd be a cool prop to have from the movie oh totally the dagger for me is so unique looking that i would probably i'm not usually into uh murder weapons <laughs> but that murder weapon i'll yeah. take the sex mansion the uh the whatever practical effect it was for the jaw with the oh, knife in it yeah. and the mouth shot <laughs> i'd get the because- giant clock from the from Beth, I want the coat hanger. Ooh, oh, nice! Yeah. Have that on the wall. You know that coat hanger you're hanging your coat on there. That was in the back uh, of a guy's head in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> still, it just has red paint speckled uh-huh. on it. Still, I want the car that hits Mara. Also, nice, good call. Nice, it's the whole car. And if there's um, any cocaine in this movie, I'll take that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the 1980s, and it's a. There's Italian. definitely cocaine. There's definitely movie. cocaine there's definitely there. Some making this movie. Uh, right. Uh, what are we doing at the midnight showing, guys? Singing opera. <laughs> I don't Sing, know. Singing um, operas. Uh, I thought fake birds. Throwing them at the stage, because obviously, like at a Halloween store, you're going to be able to find a fake raven. Get a bunch of fake ravens and just pelt them at the screen the first time, and also at the end scene when they're all getting released into the theater. 
You gotta do have like those, calling. you know, those bouncy balls that would look like eyeballs. Everyone has yes. those. Oh and my just god! Start throwing those and bouncing them around the theater. Everywhere. The That's shit. so good. Okay, I like that. Um, we could just have a special viewing where it's like the same ocular thing they use in a Clockwork Orange, so everyone has to sit and watch the movie with their eyes open the entire movie. We could. You'd have to sign a waiver, but yeah, I think that would work. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Not, oh, sorry. Maybe maybe something less eye-related. It's okay. You guys go. Have fun. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. <laughs> oh, God. I made a terrible decision. All right. Well, now it's time to pull out our sacrificial... What? Yeah, come no? on, man. Come on. What? The most important question of all. Oh, my God. That's right. I almost forgot because she was so quiet in the corner. Is Pearl going to survive this movie? <sighs> Pearl from X. Let's from see. X. I'm sorry. Pearl yeah. from X. Yes. No, um, she's having a heart attack when the bird start when the, the, the thing crashes down. She gets, she's in the theater she'll watching. She gets startled. Oh, yeah. She, she has <laughs> oh, a chair the lights that fall. Yeah. And it freaks her Go. out. Yeah. We figured it out. We killed okay. her. Out. Yeah, we got Good her. Job. Okay. Although now. I would, f- I feel like also a funnier, de- a fun death for her would be that she just meanders on stage when the raven cage breaks through, and she just gets crushed like wildy coyote underneath a cage full of birds. Oh, I got one. She she was under that sheet. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> she she, <laughs> she got her big break. Yeah, she's finally a dancer on stage. She's not. She got her. She got her life's wish. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my God, Sam! Ten out of ten. Good job, God. Bravo! I'm in oh, an episode wow. early. You don't get ready. That's We're it. on the high note. That's We're it. out of here. Yeah, We're job. gonna fucking do it to it. Holy <laughs> shit! Oh my God! Okay. All right. Now it's time for us to pull out our sacrificial kink daggers as we rate this film on our Chuddle scale. Um, if you've heard of our show before, <laughs> if you know our show. We use a five finger lobbing them off and throwing them in uh kind of rating system uh obviously more fingers equal higher scores less fingers <laughs> don't chop you can half finger off no quarters no thirds it's all very you clear can, what you're saying you can <laughs> chop off what you're saying right now we use the lobbing them off and throwing them in system <laughs> yeah we got a lob system going on it's a, just a lob and throw system yeah yeah so gentlemen on our chuddle scale system, what are you rating opera? Sam. Engaging. It's going to be a big old point five for me. I fell asleep twice during the same part. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> for no other reason than that. You know what I mean? I, I was into the other parts I've seen, but both times, same part. Don't know what it is. Sticky. I'm going to give a full one there. Um, I don't know how much overall will stick with me, but definitely the eye needles will stay with me forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. T-shirtable. That's going to be another one, actually. Um, I Again, a master of creating images and cool-looking mm-hmm. shit. Even the poster, even though it has the eye thing, it is cool. Um, cockles. That's a point five for me as well. It worked them, but it didn't jerk them. And it makes me 
again, I think it probably goes back to the sleeping thing and it didn't have just goblin playing the whole time. So that, that helps, helps you work Uh the cockles. Mm -hmm. Um, and then rewatchable, you know what? I'm actually going to give it a one there because I could put it on for background. It, I kind of know what's happening and it's so like nice to look at. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like we said with the background in the bar thing um so that gives a four yeah it's pretty good nice not too shabby i'd say at all oh. you hi know, ross yeah i was gonna you say let me give you my score um no you're gonna go last i've got oh. how much you know i figured i want you to round it off um I'll round it off screen. Oh, off screen. That's a deep cut for all the good heads. (laughs) All right. No, I'm just kidding. Brian, you go. You go. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. Um, It's going to be real boring because it's almost, I think, probably going to mimic what Sam said. Engaging. I am going to give it a 0.5 as much as I was engaged and I didn't like not offer anything like that. There were parts where I was just kind of like, I don't know, not as into it. I was like, it could have been trimmed up. The only reason it's still going is because we're seeing the cool shot, which I love to look at, mm-hmm. but like engaging with the actual thing, 0.5 sticky. That's where it will get a one as well, because it is very memorable in terms of the imagery of what is taking place within the murder the eye stuff what it's meant to represent and all this you know i'm gonna make you watch it all this kind of shit that's sticky and t-shirtable gets the one as well because of all the imagery behind it cockles gets a 0.5 i agree with that i mean as much as i enjoyed what i was watching i it it didn't hit perfectly and read watchable Mm -hmm. i will give it a one for that like with any of these i feel like this this point it's going to be something beautiful to look at and you can kind of just like put on and watch. I'm going to have to, I'm going to reevaluate my, my, my score. I mean, obviously we're going to do it with a bunch of those, but with like mm-hmm. deep red and stuff like that oh, too. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'll give it, I'll give it the same thing. So a four Great. as well. Ooh, guys, we're all in the same wavelength. Um, engaging. <laughs> I had 0.5 um, engaged, but I feel that like, the shots are beautiful. Mm-hmm. No one can deny it. this is a fucking beautiful movie. But some of these aspects of this film kind of just drag on and then lead nowhere. So it kind of uh, – I was I was wavering in and out. Um, sticky, full one. Uh, the deaths in this movie are bonkers. Uh, the Just the eye needles, dude. Eye needles is just going to stay burned through my retinas by needles forever. Um, T-shirtable, one. Absolutely. There's so much cool shit in this fucking movie to have on a T-shirt. This is well flip-flop. Cockles gets a full one from me because between the gore deaths and the special effects done there, which I thought were fucking amazing, and the cinematography, it I was not eviscerated. It's weird. It's a one that wasn't eviscerated. It was, it was there. It was there for me, mm-hmm. but rewatchable for me is a 0.5. Mm-hmm. So rewatchable is where I kind of flip it around because I definitely feel it's a beautiful movie, but in Argento's canon, I feel like this is like, I would watch other Argento films to get the same Giallo itch scratched before I would, 
or just even the cinematography. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, or even just like, even when he leads into like supernatural shit, like, you know what I mean? Like I feel if I, I, you, you gotta get in a mood for a Gento movie or like it moves you in a certain way. And I feel like there'd be other ones on the list. So I'm a, I'm right at a four as well. It's four across the board. Sure. It is. It's a four, a four board, Uh, which gets into the Chettle Club Crypt. Yes. Chettle Club Crypt. Puts it right into similar company. I mean, Deep Red came out with a 4.2, so it sits right below something like Deep Red. The last movie we just covered, Final Destination 3, was a 4 from us as well, so it sits there in that company as well. As well as Halloween Kills, Extraordinary, My Bloody Valentine, Krampus, VHS 94, those all had 4. Right below it, we have Freaky. We are still here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good company, man. It's a fun movie. VHS ninety four and Krampus are the other two that have fours across the board from all of us. All the other ones are, you know, kind of mixed out to get the four. Hey guys, do you want? Do you want (laughs) to? You want to check out my? You want to check out my final thing? A little thing. Yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I say? Our club member said something. Oh yes. Good. I'm glad we Real got some. Quick. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I checked it. I didn't think they they said anything. Well, we got one official rating in coming um, from funny and insightful Tibu. Ooh. This film is a metal as fuck operatic murder spree. Argento really gives Fulci a run for his money, and this Igor department here too. This is right up there with Suspiria. I'm willing to give the Giallo Master all five fingers. Nice. And I want the flock of ravens in the opera house on a shirt. So he's given this a five. And uh, we notified other people that deadlines were coming in for the ratings. A few people said, I will get on that. And then nothing happened. And then Alex, the The Plowix, that with Alex, the Plowix, which Phallus. Ooh. This movie changed the way I uh, check a knock at the door. Yes. That's what they said. Okay. (laughs) And that's about it. That's, that's what we got on this one. one I would, cool shots, I would yeah, definitely change how I would look at a door and knocking mm-hmm. from now on. So it's a one rating and the five from the shuttle club. So yeah, it's, it's it. yeah, it's, it's uh, <laughs> at, for at least from the one score, it's a certified cover. Um, Thanks TV. That was very funny and insightful. We right. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. He's good at both those things. Very good. Top notch. So to finish us all off, I went to, uh, I went to a computer and I asked it some questions and they kind of, they gave me a good one. Kind of. Was it Poppy? Um, well, te- <laughs> technically, it, well, I, how did you know I talked to Poppy? Oh, did you, did she, did she tell you? Anyways, not a cult. You're a racist. What? <laughs> oh, thanks Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You were saying Ross? <laughs> I have. Okay. So I've got one and I got a backup in case the first one goes pretty fast. First question, or the question, would you rather step into the shoes of the film's protagonist facing the chilling and mysterious torment orchestrated by the unknown assailant or take on the role of the cunning antagonist, carefully planning and executing the intricate and suspenseful scenes that terrorize the characters throughout the movie? So do you want to get bound in needles under your eyes or do you want to kill a bunch of people? Yeah, I guess I'll kill a bunch of people. I'm going that route. (laughs) Oh. Fair I'm getting I'm bound not doing what happens to her <laughs> well I I mean I figured you guys were stone code killers but this just kind of confirms it well I mean ultimately Sam is now going to get his eye plucked out 
Oh wow, that's true. Don't say that. Half blinded. <laughs> um, and okay, I'm just gonna get a little bit of bloody eyes. And if, all right, so this and is some a, rope burns on my wrist. I know there's a final thingling. I got a point five thingling because this is my Argento double header. Would you rather be transported into the heart pounding mystery of deep red, trying to solve the intricate puzzle of the serial killings alongside the film's characters, or find yourself entangled in the suspenseful macabre world of opera, facing the relentless terror orchestrated by the unknown assailant in the haunting world oh of opera? Oh my god, you're so wordy, ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> so wordy. To get to the question, do you want to be in Deep Red or do you want to be in yeah, Opera? Do you want to be, yeah, do you want to be an active character in Deep Red or do you want to be an active character in Opera? I'll be in Deep Red. Seems easier to live. Just because, yeah. Yeah, okay. I could do, I, honestly, I was going to say Opera because Deep Red was what? like. Goblin's not playing in the world. It's only playing. It just in your, in your head. You're not hearing How Goblin. Do you know that? Have you seen the last action here? <laughs> End of argument right there. That's all right. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, that does it for the Chuggle Club meeting for tonight. Uh, hey, you know what, Brian, Sam, thank you guys for being here. And uh, oh, thank you for yeah, having you us. Know, you guys yeah, are you guys are the best. Pleasure. Thanks. For um, you can find you can find Sam best. at Chuggle the Sam on Letterbox, and uh, Brian is our wizard master of the Discord. Um, he's got. I mean, yeah, no, don't, you don't shrug. You you do. You do so much in the Discord. It's it's fine. great. He's got Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, trust me. Get in there and look. Just don't yeah, worry don't, about it. Do it. Go in. Check it out. You can watch along for the movies. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe we yeah. do. Yeah, maybe we don't. And you can find me at Ross Purvis on Instagram. Uh, you know, some art, tattoos, all that fun stuff. Uh, and most importantly, uh, Chuddle Club members, thank you for listening. And being part of our tell glory club. Tell a friend, tell two, put it in. That's supposed to be like yeah. air horns. Well, goo it up. Hey, we celebrate goo. So if you like goo with us, goo with a friend. Goo with lots of friends. <laughs> goo a movie and then, you know what? Goo with us for a little while. You know what? And uh, if your parents like horror, yeah, goo with them Yeah, you can goo too. with your parents. You can goo with your grandparents. Yeah. We are a goo-inclusive society here at Shuttlepot Movie Club. Correct. With age, race, discrimination, gender. <laughs> we could we could edit that we could edit that last part out <laughs> until next time <laughs> just try to slip that in there Sam. holy shit <laughs> oh we like that fun here all right <clears throat> age race discrimination doesn't matter gender <laughs> Wow. I sounded like it was part of the list. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. It's like you're writing a bill and trying to get something like thrown in there. All right. And until next time. I'm sorry, I can't. It's not your fault. I'm a disaster in bed. I don't know why. I'm sorry.